Hey guys, welcome to Stripping the Astrology of the Week of May 29th. So I normally will post this episode on Monday, so I'm really sorry for the delay. It's been such a crazy week for me, but the good news is that there isn't any important astrology going on until Thursday, which is today, so thank God. So you guys didn't miss out on anything important. So this is a full moon week, guys. So we're definitely building toward a big moment here. Okay, so for those of you that maybe like usually get really affected by the full moon energy, just keep in mind that this one has a lot of energy. Like it's not like an eclipse like last month's, you know, brutal eclipse in Scorpio, thank God. But it's almost kind of like an eclipse type energy, but not a bad energy, like more so a good energy. So it's going to be a full moon in Sagittarius, and that's always really fun, like enthusiastic, like energy, you know, super alive. It's going to encourage our adventurous spirit, and it will encourage us to live our lives like in full blast. So since this moon is in Sagittarius, that means that it will be ruled by Jupiter. So what I mean by that is that since the sign of Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter, just like every sign is ruled by a different planet. So whatever planet the sign is ruled by, we follow what's going on with that planet. And it tells us a lot about our lives, like based on where it's at at the moment. So whenever there's a new or full moon, we look at the planet in charge to see what the planet is doing. And it just gives us a lot of information, like behind the scenes type info, like in terms of what we could use it for, what we could expect from it, like what is it going to mirror back to us? So because Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter, that means that Jupiter is going to be the energy that we get from this full moon. So just like how last full moon, which was an eclipse, was happening in Scorpio. So the energy of the moon was very Scorpio-like. And Scorpio is the only sign that's co-ruled by two planets. Um, those two planets are Pluto and Mars. So that's why it had a very intense like energy also because it was an eclipse. So those two put together it just gave like a very dark like energy. So Sagittarius is going to have a light and optimistic energy because Jupiter is the planet of abundance, optimism and good fortune. It's also kind of in charge of our life karma in a way and I'll get more into that in a minute. So Jupiter is doing something really interesting this week. Jupiter is going to be making a conjunction to the North Node. So conjunction means that it's passing over the North Node. So for those of you who aren't familiar with the North Node, the North Node tells us a lot about our destiny and about our soul. You know, a lot of astrologists consider the North Node to be like the base of soul astrology. So it kind of tells you what you're craving the most in life, you know, what you're always hungry for, what you can never get enough of. It's also associated with greed. You know, we associate it with like a big desire and like wanting or like reaching out for something that we're always going to kind of want more of and we're never going to be really satisfied. So in a lot of astrology, the North Node is kind of symbolized by a picture of a dragon that like eats the sun or moon during an eclipse because the North Node and the South Node is where eclipses always happen. And that's why it's kind of associated with our fate. You know, like when eclipses happen, they signal to us what's going to happen in our lives, like a big change that we can't control kind of like destiny in the universe is like pushing us in that way because some things, you know, just have to be evened out eventually. So sometimes it's a good change in your life and sometimes it's a bad one, you know, but it's always going to be a big change. So it tells us a lot about our future, you know, and big life changes as usually big life transitions happen during the eclipses. So it just has a lot to do with it being in the North Node. 
And I will get to the North Node in a separate episode later on this week because it really is important to know what your North Node does for you because it's a big point of agitation in our lives. So like I said, I'll get more into that in a separate episode and I'll just be going over really quickly about everybody's North Node and what it means for them. And you can easily look up your North Node sign online using a birth chart calculator. So that will be fun to know more about that. And you know, that way, if you wanna to listen to it, great. And if you don't, then fuck it. You don't have to waste your time. So since Jupiter moved into the North Node this week, there's going to be a highlight of everything that's kind of Jupiter-like. And Jupiter is the planet of expansion, you know, gaining knowledge that shapes your risks, taking leaps of faith, optimism, abundance, and bringing forth good things in our lives. So it definitely is my favorite planet because it just brings good things into our lives no matter what. And like I said, you know, it's also associated with karma in a way. Like the more good you do, the more you're going to get back. And I'm not talking about the North Node type karma where it's like if you give up certain bad traits, you're going to get good life karma back. Jupiter karma is different. It's more so like if you give more of whatever your Jupiter sign is, the more you're going to get back from the world. So like if you look into your Jupiter sign, for instance, you will see like what it is exactly that if you do more of whatever it tells you to, then you will get better karma. So like to give you an example, like my Jupiter sign is Virgo. So since Virgos are all about like being of service to people, you know, helping people, being neat, being organized and paying attention to like the small details and things. So if I do this in my life, then I'm going to get really good karma back. So these are the gifts that I'll get from Jupiter more frequently if I give out this kind of energy since Jupiter, you know, is the planet of abundance and blessings. So it's always kind of going to give blessings back to you. So I'll get into that in a separate episode on Jupiter signs. And that way you guys can go look up your birth chart, you know, see what your Jupiter sign is, see what your North Node sign is, and then like come back and listen if you want. And I really guarantee you it's going to be really interesting. And you'll find that not only is it interesting to know, but if you follow like the advice that I'm telling you, you honestly, I promise you, will see that you get so much good life karma back, especially with the North Nodes, you'll feel like you get good relationship karma back. And then with Jupiter, you'll feel like you just get a whole bunch of blessings from life. So that's really cool. So anyways, um, I just wanted to give you guys like a little background of that since these two are really being highlighted this week. And I really wanted you to like fully understand these things and feel connected to them in your own way. You know, it will go a long way in just making us all overall better people. That way we can understand like our inner workings more. And once we understand that, we can just function better and get things done in our lives without facing too many obstacles. So back to what we were saying, Jupiter is now in the sign of Taurus, okay? So I don't want to confuse you guys because like even though Jupiter rules the sign of Sagittarius, that doesn't mean it's always in Sagittarius, of course, okay? Because every planet is going to move through different signs depending on its cycle. It moves in order. So like now, you know, Jupiter's in Taurus. A year from now, because Jupiter's cycle goes through a year, it's going to be in the next sign, which is Gemini. And right before Taurus, it was in Aries. You know, for like the moon, for instance, it moves signs every two and a half days. Okay. And then, um, for instance, Mercury, the, you know, planet of communication, it moves signs about every three weeks, two to three weeks. 
So Jupiter, you know, coming all the way back around to the same sign for Jupiter to come all the way back to Taurus, it's going to take 12 years, you know, so that's a long cycle to get us all the way back to the same place. So that's why whenever Jupiter is in a different sign, I really recommend you use all the blessings that that sign has to give you, you know, during that time, take advantage of those blessings because they're not going to repeat the same blessings for years to come. And some signs bring more blessing than others. You know, it also depends on which house that sign falls into for you and that's going to tell you how it's going to affect your life so like say for instance jupiter and taurus falls in your house of career then you will get a big boost in your career and many blessings to come from it so how do you know the houses you know you would know it by your rising sign that's why rising signs are very important so when i do the jupiter episode to tell you what blessings you're getting from jupiter and taurus you'll need to know your rising sign and to know your rising sign you're gonna know have to know the exact um, time you were born because rising signs change every two hours and like i talked a little bit about rising signs in my intro episode you know rising signs are are like signified by your mask face so it's like whatever we show to the world how people see us and then our sun sign is like our core personality and then our moon sign is more like our emotional and subconscious personality so these are like the three big signs in astrology that kind of make up who we are as a person and then the other ones give us like you know other small details about ourselves so it's important to know your rising sign so you can know which house it falls for you it's also important to know your rising sign so you can know like how eclipses for instance would affect you you know like for instance last month's eclipse since it was in scorpio for me i'm a libra rising so my scorpio would fall in my second house because your rising sign or ascendant some people call it is always going to fall in your first house of self okay so that means that Scorpio, since it comes right after Libra, falls into my second house. And second house is the house of finances, like anything that has to do with your money life. So like <laughs> during those eclipses in Scorpio, I got really fucked financially, guys. Like I was not doing good. It was not a good thing, but it's kind of like a regeneration thing. It's like you need to like, you know, kind of start over anew, kind of like what Scorpios do, that Scorpio type energy. So anyways, when Jupiter is in Taurus, it's really focused on like material things and on the earth because Taurus is an earth sign. So it's very focused on how like we work with our resources and our relationship to the earth. And since the North Node is kind of like explosive in a way because it's associated with greed and that kind of energy, it can leave us wanting and desiring things. So Jupiter can really fuel that because Jupiter is the biggest planet in our solar system. So it's a big plus that it's in a sign like Taurus that like enjoys the comforts of life, you know, the material things of life and just feeling at home in general. Also because Taurus is ruled by Venus. So it has a very lovely kind of aspect where it really makes you appreciate beauty in all its forms. You know, the sign of Libra is also ruled by Venus, but Libra exhibits those Venus qualities in a different way than Taurus does. Like with Libra, uh, Venus is extremely comfortable because Libra is its main home. So Libra gives out a more cerebral sensuality, while Taurus, it's all about physical sensuality. So I will go over what Jupiter and Taurus means for each of the rising signs in a separate episode. I'll post it right after I post this. That way you guys can go look up your rising sign and then come back and listen. And you'll know what this year, what Jupiter has in store for you. You know, Jupiter just entered um, 
uh, Taurus in, on May 16th. So that's just a couple weeks ago. And I want you guys to pay attention to what it's going to do for you. So you can really focus on that and like soak up all the blessings it has to give you. And then also since this week, you know, Jupiter is really being highlighted since it's the ruler of the full moon. So you will especially feel that energy this weekend. It will be like a big boost for that energy that I will talk about in that separate episode. If you are not able to find your rising sign, like if you don't know exactly what time you're born, um, you can go by your sun sign. Sometimes it will feel like it resonates with you. Sometimes it won't. A lot of people, I mean, most people have the same rising sign as they do sun sign because usually people are born in the morning. A lot of people are born in the morning. So like if you have Say you're born, you know, between the hours of usually 6 a.m. to like 9 a.m., then your rising sign will usually be the same as your sun sign. And then it's just going to change every couple hours until it goes all the way back. So um, hopefully you'll be able to find your rising sign. But if you don't, don't worry. You know, you can maybe go by your sun sign and maybe that will resonate with you. Um, okay. And then... Jupiter, like I said, it entered Taurus on May 16th. So it's going to be there until May 26th of next year. So Taurus is a fixed Earth sign, like I mentioned. So that means it's both stabilizing and grounding. And when planets are in Taurus, they have the ability to slowly, even stubbornly sometimes, make something beautiful and long-lasting. You know, like all Earth signs, Taurus is connected to the natural and material worlds. So when Jupiter enters Taurus, it really magnifies the sensory experience in our lives. And and it seeks to ensure that there's plenty of the Earth's bounty to go around. So when Jupiter is in Taurus, you know, it just magnifies that sensory experience in our lives. And it kind of seeks to ensure that there's plenty of the Earth's bounty to go around. And in Taurus, it really focuses on abundance through dedication and patience. And it just urges us to connect with ourselves and our communities on like through a deep level of appreciation of the physical world. So while Jupiter is in Taurus, you know, we can all expect to just experience a more relaxing environment, you know, more exchanges of generosity, um, a heightened like persistence and resilience to things, more growth through reliability a greater connection with nature and an abundance of sensual like pleasures. So on the separate episode that I'm going to do, I will be talking about what exactly Jupiter and Taurus means for each of the rising signs. And then that way you guys will get an idea of what this like full moon is really going to highlight for you and what the next year will have in store for you in general, like Jupiter wise. So Jupiter only transits over the North Node about once a year. So this is kind of really going to make a mark in like something in your life that's going to happen or change. And that will be like with whatever I will mention in that episode, um, how Jupiter is going to affect each of your rising signs. Like say I mentioned that your work life is going to blossom. So that will be especially apparent during the North Node and Jupiter conjunction that's happening this week and for the rest of the year, but especially that full moon this week with that North Node and Jupiter conjunction. So I know that's a long way to talk about the full moon, guys, but I want you to really get a good grasp on what's going to happen that's why i'm giving you all this information because like i said you know it's not like any full moon and i promise i don't usually talk about full moons like or take this long to explain them but this one really is a big deal and you'll understand that later this week so this conjunction between jupiter and north node is going to happen on thursday so for those of you that are in later time zones like where i am now like in egypt for instance then it's going to happen early friday 
So now that you guys have all the background info, let me tell you exactly how this week is going to pan out. So the beginning of the week, like I mentioned, doesn't have like tons of astrology. So that Jupiter North Node thing is probably going to be the first event this week that's big, and that's on Thursday. Then on Friday, we have Venus trining Neptune, which is going to be awesome, okay? It's going to be very romantic, very sweet, because Venus, you know, it's the planet of love, harmony, relationships. And then with Neptune, which is the planet that rules Pisces, it's all about the subconscious mind and being dreamy and like just wanting to have a good time. So it's kind of going to feel like a big, lovely daydream type day. So it's a great time to connect with the people that you love and to connect with the beauty that you want more of in your life. It's also a beautiful date night, like whether that's a date with yourself, date with your wife, with your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, with your friends, like anyone. So use that energy, you know, work with it and just love all the people that you love even more deeply and just shower them with that, you know, Venus, Neptune love. Okay, then on Saturday, the full moon in Sagittarius will be at 8.40 p.m. Pacific time. So if you're in a later time zone, like I said, that will probably happen early Sunday. But all of us will definitely be feeling that energy on Saturday. So it will be an invitation to go explore, you know, be adventurous, be wild, just like a Sagittarius would. Then on Sunday, this one's actually really interesting. Um, Mercury, the planet of communication, and Uranus, which is like the planet of all things weird and kind of like, you know, spontaneous, like weird energy. They're making a conjunction, so they are passing each other. So this one's probably my favorite aspect of the week, and you'll know why in a second. So that conjunction will give kind of like a roller coaster like energy happening that has to do with conversations we need to have or some kind of info that needs to come through. And that's always really great for conversations that like get right to the truth of things, you know, for saying something or communicating something with a lot of volume. You know, it's a very loud kind of thought. So you know me, guys, like I love getting to the truth of things. So this aspect will really help us uncover any hidden truths or even finally be able to speak our own truths. So it's definitely a really active weekend, you know, with the full moon. And then on Sunday with this kind of explosive roller coaster like astrology, like I mentioned, because of that Mercury and Uranus conjunction. And that energy can be really groundbreaking. And, you know, things that are groundbreaking can be really exciting. It can also be really loud and really kind of wild. So there's just like this kind of feeling of wildness that goes on like throughout the week. And keep in mind that Mercury and Uranus are also in Taurus, which is crazy. So just like Jupiter, the North Node are in Taurus, you know, they're all coming together in the same sign. And that's just a super rare, you know, occurrence for them to not only be in the same sign at once, but for all of these planets that are in the same sign to have conjunctions going on this week. And the North Node is already a very loud kind of energy. You know, it's got that feeling of things being disruptive and like I said because all of this is happening in Taurus so Taurus is very mellow thank God so that might hopefully even it all out a little bit but it's going to be a fiery full moon for sure and it wants us to run toward what we value to be true so that's the main goal this week you know Jupiter is all about our moral compass like I said it has a lot to do with karma Jupiter is like this is what I believe this is what my philosophy is this is what my spiritual life is this is the reasons why and this is just what it is and that's really being magnified this week and then that full moon in Sagittarius which is again about faith philosophy and all those things I just mentioned 
And then on Sunday with that Mercury and Uranus conjunction, that's all about getting to the truth. That's all about the truth bursting through our conversations and our communication methods. And it's about something getting disrupted because that's what Uranus loves to do. It loves to disrupt things. So there's this seeking for something, like seeking for some kind of truth, seeking for what is in tune with our own sense of morality. There is something here that's also kind of stirred into action because it's a full moon in Sagittarius and Sagittarius just like loves to run free and be optimistic and live life to the fullest while also thinking in a philosophical way. So that's what's going on in the sky this week, guys. So do with that energy whatever you want. I hope this helps guide you better throughout the week, you know, to get an idea of what's in store in the sky and what the universe wants from us to grow as better human beings. I hope it's a really exciting and encouraging full moon. You know, Sagittarius and Jupiter do anything. It's to excite people and to encourage and lead with optimism. So I hope that's what's intensified this week. And any and all truth that comes to light, I hope it makes you feel released. You know, I hope it makes you feel like something finally came to light that's been hiding for a while. And you're like, thank God, you know, that feeling when you just like feel like the truth sets you free. That's the energy I want you guys to feel from this week. Because to live in honesty and to do things, you know, that we feel are the right thing to do, that is what life is all about. And I do think that the astrology for this week is really calling for that. Also, remember to take care of yourself, you know, since it's a full moon weekend. So have fun, but get some good rest, you know, drink plenty of water and just relax. But enjoy that energy of Venus and Neptune on Friday and go on a date night. Like I said, you know, you're not going to regret it. You're really going to thank me. Like you'll have an amazing night. It will be a night that you won't forget. And it will like definitely have that like very romantic energy to it. So you'll thank me later, guys. I promise. All right. That's it. You know, hope you enjoyed my first episode of Stripping the Astrology of the Week. Remember every week on Monday. Yes, Monday. Sorry about this week. But on Monday, I will post a new episode for the astrology of the week and I'll see you guys you know later for my episode on the north nodes and I will see you for Jupiter you know what Jupiter and Taurus means for you so that's going to be really interesting you know so for those of you that are interested definitely check it out um, and then don't forget, of course, to look up your birth charts, you know, and find where your like rising sign placement is your north node placement also. So you can really get a lot of cool info from those episodes. And I promise you both of those have so much to do with life karma. So if you listen to the advice, I'll be telling you, not only will you see that you get better life karma back, but you'll feel more confident in yourself as a person and more comfortable in your own skin. All right. Love you guys so, so, so much. Have an amazing rest of your day, evening, night, whatever it is for you. And I will see you later.